0: Yesterday, I was helping uh, someone take down the back, the shed that's in the back. Not the one attached to the building, but that other crumbly one. You probably don't even see it there. But every time I make a walk around the building, I think to myself, that thing looks like junk. Let's get rid of it. Then I go look inside of it, and I'm like, Yes, and everything in here is junk. <laughs> it's not needed. I've said that about once every other week since I've arrived here in July. And today it's gone! Whew. So happy. It's nice and clean and neat. And uh, Nathan Hike is the one who took it down with his son. And when he uh, came inside the building, they also had to get some stuff out. And uh, I wasn't around when they were doing all of that. So we ran into each other uh, about an hour later. And he says it was freezing outside. So he comes in and we're like warming up. And he says, this place looks really nice, Father. I know it does, doesn't it? What are the stones in your life that you're trying to make so beautiful? What gems are you adorning your life with that you work hard and pray hard and pay hard to make look just right so that you or others that see are able to say, that is Beautiful. It's been an interesting thing to be assigned to the St. Thomas More Newman Center because this place just makes the grade that not a lot of people say, oh, we should do this or we should do that. But not many people come in this building and say i got to tell everybody that I see about the beauty of this chapel at the University of South Dakota. That's often the place that we go when we think about the reading, the gospel that we have today. How much money we would invest in religious places. But what I think we should continue to consider is What about our own lives? This is the impact that most changes us. I got a great deal on a vehicle. For whatever reasons, it was on the lot with only 1,000 miles, but they couldn't sell it new, and the person who owned it before upgraded it, bought the best that they could, but then they basically didn't get their investment back. About 50% of the time, people who have never been in my car get inside my car. They say, this is a nice ride, Father. I almost bought a new vehicle before I arrived here because of the weather and the snow and the things like that. Uh, And after every car that I rode, as I sat in it, somewhere in my discernment process, it would happen, oh, Now I know why people think my car is really nice. Because this is brand new, and it's better than this. People have been commenting on my beard lately. They think it looks really nice. And enough people commented on it that I went and made sure I got a razor and trim kit because all of a sudden now I want it to look really awesome. What if people had said, "Mm, you're growing a beard, huh, Father? What would I have done then? What is it in your life that you are giving time Attention and resources to? What is it that makes you fill up when somebody says, that's really nice? In the end, none of it is any more than the shed in that backyard. yard. It's all going to go when we go from here. Interestingly enough, in the gospel, Jesus doesn't get into a dialogue about the temple or the stones or the amount of money. And the answer to our own desire for certain things isn't to do the opposite. It's not to stop caring about myself and making myself look better. It's not to try and figure out how to drive a less car. It's not like that. What Jesus is getting at is the recognition that he is the one that is beautiful. That he is the one that we should give our time and our affection and our resources to. That he is the one that ultimately wants to be the Father's gaze upon us and say to us in our hearts, aren't you beautiful? Not because of the flashiness of what I have or because of what I've done or the way in which I've looked, but because you are created by God and he looks upon you with a tenderness and a kindness and a recognition, I made you to shine like a light before the world. Where in your day, where in your week, where in your lives are you allowing that voice to see deep in your heart? Do you believe it's true that he loves you? Have you met him in ways that helps you know there's a purpose and a plan in this life? Have you recognized that your life here is a mere millimeter Of the eternal life that you will live in the world to come? Invest in what is eternal. And how do we do that? We do that by giving space for God to work. We do that by being in friendship with Jesus Christ. We do that by paying attention to the ways in which He's calling us. And those are not abstract ideas, they're very concrete. It's this chapel. To come here to pray. And if you don't know how to pray, that's the provoke provocation to say, Lord, what do I do? Or to recognize someone else concretely in your life that has something that you say, I want what you have. And to ask them how they met Him, how it is that you can grow to discover that there's a friendship of people called the church and that as I place myself in their midst, things can happen, not according to my plan or my way or my adornment, but God suddenly starts saying, do you see that, Jem? And he's not pointing at things, he's pointing at people. And where we give our time, what fills our heart and our lives and our mind, Will end up being what comes from our mouth. I've been really blessed in 10 years as a priest to share the gospel with people of all ages. And last night, the Tigers were in the state championship. And I got down there with a ticket in the front row. (laughs) And I was like, this seat is nice. (laughs) But God didn't have me prepared for the moment of turning around and looking up and seeing all of those people that know Jesus. And as I made my way up those stairs over the second half, I heard from their hearts people who knew God and they had lots of questions about what's happening here at the Newman Center and you know what I talked to them about sheds and mice and cleanliness in my exam last night I was provoked And the Lord, in a very tender way, helped me see all of the real gems that are shining in this place. All of you who are really filling my heart and making me know that God has a plan and a mission and something is happening here. And when that happens, I suddenly realize that's the beautiful thing about this chapel is every person that has met God here comes back. And they aren't worried about the fact the carpet probably is a little musty and maybe needs to go one day. They aren't worried about the cracks in the window that make the cold air get through. They aren't even worried about the fact there wasn't heat here for two weeks. You know what they say? I sat over there in that pew. God healed me when I was sitting over there. I loved to come at night in which it was dark and only a little bit of light filled this place and God filled my heart. Or they ask a little bit about where's this or where's that? And it suddenly occurred to me that for decades people have been meeting Jesus Christ right here. And when you meet him, then all of the things that fall, follow from that are just a mere taking care of the thing that God has given. What I should have said to all of those people yesterday is what I want to say to you is, on Facebook and Instagram, on YouTube, uh, eventually we'll get it out. I don't know what the status of it all is right now. But last week after Mass, Steve Meyer just happened to say a brief word when he left here, and I thought, oh my gosh, the whole world needs to hear this. I should have pointed them to the witnesses that speak of Jesus. And when they speak of Jesus, something happens to us, and we discover what it is to be loved by him. I dare you to watch the witness of Steve and in the end be done with it and say, oh, the most important thing around the Newman Center is the mice. And you know the beautiful thing about Steve's witness is it actually happened at St. Agnes. The church is a vast kingdom. And Christ is doing things in great ways and in little ways, in continents all across the globe, but every single thing he does, he desires to do in the heart of a person, a person who is created for an eternal kingdom that will come. Invest in the gem that is your heart. God looks upon you as someone beautiful,